growing green to generate more green. Welcome to The Grow Show with Kyle Cushman. Each week, we plant the conversational seeds about cultivation and the changing climate of cannabis culture. We'll peel back the layers of benefits of the world's most versatile plant, from food to fuel, from remedy to resource. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents The Grow Show with your host, multi-award-winning grow master and respected cannabis consultant, Kyle Cushman. Hello to all you happy hamsters, stoners, and cannabis enthusiasts. Welcome to the very first Grow Show with Kyle Cushman. I want to thank CannabisRadio.com for giving me this opportunity. We are available through iTunes, Stitcher, and very soon iHeartRadio. Today I have a very special guest with me. It's Danny Danko, the High Times Cultivation Editor for High Times Magazine. We're going to be talking today about new industry, the green rush industry that's emerging from our black market economy, and we're going to have some good questions for Danny and towards the end of the show we're going to do a segment that I like to call Great Grows where we're going to have cultivation tips for you guys out there so make sure you stay tuned for the entire show and after we have a conversation with Danny Danko about the state of the marijuana industry we're, we're going to do a segment on Great Grows and I'm going to give you cultivation tips that you can t- take and apply to your own style at home so right now I'd like to bring in and introduce a very good friend of mine Danny Danko uh, I was his very first guest on his free weed show, and so I thought it was just fitting that I'd have him on my very first show. Danny, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of course, man. Thanks for being there. Uh, just out of curiosity, where are you in the country these right, at right about now? Well, we just got back from our Denver Cannabis Cup. Uh, of course, you were there as well, and uh, that was the big 420 holiday, so happy 420. And now uh, I'm back in New York City at the High Times offices and basically just getting back down to earth a little bit from the mile high situation that we were just in. Yeah, miles high in my estimation. There, there was so much cannabis consumption going on. It, 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 it's so much fun and you guys put on a great show. I always love to be a part of it. it you know, it's really symptomatic, the changes in the marijuana industry. And, you know, you have been uh, in the industry now for so long. I really wanted to ask you, how has the whole cultivation conversation changed since, since all of this legalization has come about? Well, I mean, we used to think of a large grow room as being something that had four or ten 1,000-watt uh, lights, you know, like a basement or a warehouse kind of situation. Now we're dealing with hundreds of grow lights, uh, indoor acres, actually, thousands and thousands of square feet. Um, In greenhouses, we're seeing greenhouses that are up to like a million square feet. So, I mean, it's just expanded tremendously from the cultivation perspective, just these big grow rooms. But with these big grow rooms comes that exponential problems. You know, the heat is a large factor when you have that many grow lights involved. And and everything just becomes uh, a little bit tougher when you go so big. And, of course, at the same time, we're seeing a lot of people growing their own in small amounts. So, like, the grow tent industry and the grow box industry, which is really just, you know, meant for the individual, are also growing by leaps and bounds. Yeah, I just I feel like everybody's either growing their own or growing a lot more uh, for retail, recreational, and medical marijuana sales. 
Yeah, I, I, I see that as well. And I'm finding myself split in two kind of because I'm learning, I'm of course still learning about personal cultivation and, and fine tuning that, what I like to focus on more than anything, but I'm being drawn into this commercial industry as well. And this is a whole new education right from the ground up. Are you finding the same thing? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even with all the regulations and restrictions, I mean, it's a tremendous accomplishment where we are now compared to, you know, even five or ten years ago. um, Some of these facilities that I'm visiting are just mind-blowing in their scope. And then at the same time, you and I both know uh, the best connoisseur quality cannabis isn't going to come from a million square foot greenhouse. It's going to come from small, sort of well-cared-for, sort of micro-brew kind of analogy situation where it's just, uh, you know, you, you have enough time and enough energy to actually care for the buds and, and treat them the way you want to be, them to be treated and have a very, you know, A-plus connoisseur quality product. Right, where the artisan is in control rather than the bean counter. And that's what's coming up now is that, that uh, all these grows are run by uh, rather large companies or corporations. And, uh, we have to answer to stockholders and things like that, I'd imagine. How does it feel to you in your personal experience? I mean, when I was b- back working for High Times, everything was still basically illegal. The only place it was legal to grow was pretty much California. How does it feel, the transition from subculture to mainstream? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's amazingly gratifying to see, uh, you know, people growing their own and and the stigma sort of removed from that activity. Uh, You know, obviously, you were were a huge influence on me way back when, even before we even met. I mean, articles that you had about real connoisseurship, real producing organic bud and producing, you know, connoisseur-quality, great genetics. I mean, the strawberry cough and all these things that that, uh, you brought to the table – it's gratifying to see these changes, and I just know there's a lot of fear out there about, you know, Monsanto or Marlboro and all these big companies getting into the business. But the truth is, if you can grow your own, you have nothing to fear from those companies, and, and you can grow an amazing connoisseur-quality product uh, in, in your home, and you can share it with friends. And, you know, that's really just the concept behind uh, free weed and, and, you know, cultivation information in general is meant for people to just improve the quality of their medicine or you know, their cannabis for recreational purposes. Yeah, that's right. I, I agree completely. And um, you know that, that brings me to another subject that's very near and dear to me, and that's uh, as we go forward in this bold new world, uh, we have to make sure to preserve the individual's right to cultivate, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. I mean, that's the most important thing. And on top of that, I would also add, you know, using sustainable practices. You know, today's Earth Day, Using, you know, green practices, using uh, veganic or organic nutrients, you know, not, you know, not messing up the, the forests and, and, and public lands, you know, basically just being responsible in your production of cannabis at the same time as, uh, you know, looking out for the earth because a lot of these, you know, chemical nutrients, we're, we're all, our carbon footprint's already big, especially for indoor growers. So anything you, you can do to offset that is... is uh, a great step in the right direction to just having cleaner herb and a cleaner planet. So true. You know, we have to be conservationists. Um, you know, especially as indoor growers, we are setting a large carbon footprint just by using high intensity lights. And uh, it's really important to try to minimize, minimize water waste 
and, uh, and stuff that we pour down the drain. And if you're outdoors, it's really important to uh, respect the environment and not trash it up and certainly not poison the, the, the streams and the water table. Um, and that's a big part of why I brought Vega Matrix to the market is I, I really believe that growing cannabis can be, uh, not can be, it should be a healthful situation from beginning to end, not just something that uh, provides you pleasure from an altered state of consciousness. For me, marijuana is medicine. And all cannabis use is medicinal, whether you recognize it as such or not. It's just different from all the other substances that people use to achieve an altered state of consciousness. It, it, it is medicinal and improves people's lives immeasurably in so many ways. Absolutely. And, you know, somebody said to me this weekend, uh, cannabis is the safest substance known to man. And at first it sounded like hyperbole. I, you know, it was DJ Short, actually, that mentioned it. And at first it sounded like hyperbole, like, oh, well, you know, it's one of those talking points. That you, but it's actually true, you know, in a lot of ways. And if we can find ways to just have a lighter, you know, carbon footprint, you know, greenhouse growing is an amazing way to do that, um, to put more, you know, to pull carbon dioxide out of the air and put more oxygen into the air is an amazing thing that we can do to offset whatever it is we might be doing with our supplemental lighting or our, our fans and our filters and our pumps. Yes, not, not only one of the safest substances known to man, but also one of the most therapeutic substances known to man. wondering if you have an opinion on why you think the time for legalization has come now. It's hard to say why now, because we've sort of, uh, we've been pushing for this for so long and, and you know, decades. Uh, if you're looking at, you know, High Times Magazine, we're in our 41st year. Normal's been around for over four decades. So... We've been pushing really hard, but I think the people who, who fell for a lot of the reefer madness stuff uh, in the 30s and 40s, they're becoming less and less influential, and to be honest, you know, they're, they're leaving the planet in some ways. And the people who, who grew up in the 60s and 70s who have less of a fear of it are now basically the seniors of today, and they just don't, they're not afraid of it the way that um, people used to be, and that's the people who vote, you know, I mean... Ultimately, we, we should, all of us uh, should be voting, but those are the people who really come out in droves. And what happens is, um, over time, the, the, the popular opinion has just shifted into understanding, hey, you know, a lot of these campaigns, marijuana is safer than alcohol. Marijuana, it's impossible to argue with that type of argument. Marijuana is surely safer than alcohol safer than pharmaceutical drugs, safer in a lot of ways than caffeine and, and chocolate and sugar. So, you know, we're talking about this incredibly safe substance and so much misinformation has been out there, but, you know, with the advent of the Internet and, and people being able to communicate through social media, I think harder to lie to the general public these days. It is, and, and I think that it's a, it's a kind of a perfect storm kind of thing because I think that it has a lot to do with uh, the financial state of the world as well. And so it's one of those perfect storms that uh, bring in you know, the, 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 the truth and the medical properties and just the civil rights, but I, th I think people are seeing the uh, financial benefit to legalizing this product as well. This is a great discussion, and, I, and, I, and we're going to continue this in just a couple of minutes. We're going to take a quick break for our sponsors to do a commercial, and we'll be right back with Danny Danko. The Grow Show with Kyle Cushman will return once we cultivate through this short commercial break. 
Your connection to quality cannabis insurance services is spelled K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R. That's Karcher Insurance. We have worked with ventures like cannabis for over 60 years. We're proud to represent over 50 companies with tailor-made cannabis plans for owners just like you to ensure your product, your plants, and your pursuits. K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R spells out their full-service insurance services, ranging from commercial to bonds to personal, from life to health, and more. Contact the team at KarcherInsurance.com and let our experience work for you. That's K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R Insurance.com. Contact Karen at Karcher Insurance at 702-292-2909. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. Candid. Captivating. Compelling. Welcome to Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina. Listen in as Dr. Dina, medical marijuana pioneer and inspiration for the award-winning TV series, Weeds, shares never-before-heard stories, chats with cannabis insiders and celebrity friends, and provides invaluable perspective and insight into one of the fastest-growing industries in the world. Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina, only on CannabisRadio.com. Time to plant some more conversational seeds. You're listening to The Grow Show with Kyle Cushman, only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, welcome back here. I'm Kyle Cushman, and this is The Grow Show. I've been talking with Danny Danko, the cultivation editor for High Times Magazine, and a old friend of mine from back in the day. And, uh, you know, I want to... Uh, I want to take this a little bit, uh, get this a little bit more lighthearted here. And so I want to ask you, as the curator of the top 10 strains for the past decade, uh, what do you think the, uh, the evolution has been of uh, you know, medicinal cannabis? Well, it's been interesting. Um, we've seen you know, new strains that, that sort of take over the scene for, for their moment, you know, the Gorilla Glue number four or you know, the ghost train haze or the strawberry cough, and every sort of strain has its moment. Um, and lately we've been seeing a lot of high CBD strains having their moment as well, which is important for the you know, medicinal marijuana community. Um, CBD has a lot of uh, medicinal therapeutic properties. And it's something, you know, you and I as, as growers from the, you know, 90s and, and stuff, we, we weren't interested in because it was, you know, it was kind of lethargic. It took away from the high that we were looking for. But the fact is, it's you know for med- medical patients, it's essential. So these high CBD strains um, and the ratios of CBD to THC is something that's been very exciting. And of course, concentrates as well, and all the innovations that have been made in the concentrate world, and particularly the non-solvent concentrate world. A lot of very interesting things happening, and strains being mixed together to make sort of these um, new sort of hybrids. Uh, but through the concentrate world. So, I mean, I've definitely seen that happening, and, and so lots of strains have uh, made a name for themselves in the recent past. It, 
dabbing is definitely a a recent trend and um uh, concentrates, in case people don't know, is when you take the, the marijuana and you, you use various uh, methods, whether it's ice water or butane extraction or CO2 extraction, and you basically concentrate it down into the, the most potent and psychoactive uh, part of the plant. And um, as you know, uh, I, I've been trending to stay away from the, the, the dabbing of uh, concentrates. Um, I'm, 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 I'm not sure that uh, these high, super high levels of cannabinoids are actually helpful for, for the average person. I, I do know that it, it definitely has a, a place in the medicinal community uh, for uh, uh, harm reduction uh, it's much easier and much better for someone who has serious debilitating diseases to take a dab or two than it is to smoke a whole joint, for example. Um, I was curious what your personal thoughts are on the whole, you know, concentrating it up to 85 or 90 percent and using it as a recreational substance. Well, I certainly think um, that, you know, dabs or, or concentrates are much stronger, obviously, than, you know, smoking a joint or doing a bong hit. So, um, the people who, you know, who are coming up through the, the world now um, certainly should start with flowers and that sort of thing and work their way up to concentrates. Now, as far as, you know, concentrates that use butane and that sort of thing as solvents, um, if they're made properly, um, there can be great benefits and great flavor and great terpene preservation and all of that. But, you know, nine times out of ten, the, the people making them are amateurs. They're not chemists. They're not trained in that. They don't necessarily know uh, what they're doing. So uh, you're kind of at the mercy of those people. Now, at the Cannabis Cups, we have people who, are t- who tend to be experts. So what we see tends to be sort of the cream of the crop of that world. But there's plenty of, uh, you know, not you know, not great concentrates being made in that manner. What well, see, specifically, me- specifically what I'm kind of uh, uh, want to get your opinion on is, you know, as you mentioned, you mentioned the word experts, and we surround ourselves with a lot of people who are very uh, high up in the industry, very familiar and experienced. Um, what is your experience with um, less experienced cannabis users who are introduced to uh, dabbing, for example? For example, well, I mean, I've certainly um, we've all, or, you know, I've certainly seen people who have passed out or needed, you know, a half hour of, you know, time to, to uh, <laughs> sort of, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, you know, and that also goes to the people who are giving those people their first dabs. I mean, you have to also ask people, you know, do you smoke every day? Have you ever done this before? You know, we, we have to be responsible as cannabis users. And, you know, people who are using concentrates to introduce people to those things in a responsible manner. And I'm excited about uh, all the new sort of techniques for solventless extractions, you know, rosin tech and ice water hash and, you know, all these things. I mean, obviously, some not so new, but a lot of uh, innovation being done in that world where they're becoming, they're they're getting a product that's rivaling, uh, you know, stuff that's made with solvents, uh, but actually much safer to produce and I think safer to consume uh, across, you know, the board. Do you ever fear or do you have any, any vi- vision in your head at all that uh, um, the era of the smoking a joint could come to an end? 
I don't think it'll ever come to an end because there's always going to be, be people who enjoy flowers and it's, it's a nice mild, you know, milder comparatively to concentrates way to enjoy cannabis. And I don't think that's ever going to go away, but certainly I don't think that, uh, you know, someone growing up right now turning 18 or 19 and uh, using cannabis products for the first time should start with concentrates. I mean, the the flower is the way to the way we all got into this. The flower without the flower there is no concentrates. So and there's something to be said for, you know, rolling up a joint and passing it around and smoking it and getting a nice buzz without, you know, sweating and having to like you know, sit down for a half an hour. <laughs> there's no rules, you know. There's no rules to smoking a joint. I found the first time I, I ever took a dab, I was told about all these rules. You know, you don't want to hold it in, make sure that you're sitting down. Uh, you know, there were never any rules before to smoking marijuana other than make sure you had munchies standing by. Right. So and to the left. Right, and pass to the left, exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's really interesting. Um, definitely before we get at it here, and before I lose you to uh, the next segment, um, you know, I want to mention, we all know that the drug war, war certainly is not over. Um, whether you're talking about just about marijuana or you're talking about other recreational drugs that people go to jail for just experimenting with, um, we're not talking about dealers or people selling drugs to our children. I'm just talking about people who want to experiment with an altered state of consciousness, which is what we're discussing right now. Um, so I urge everybody to really get involved in this new civil rights fight, which we're in right now, to uh, end the, uh, the prejudice against people who sim- simply choose to experiment with a, a substance to achieve an altered state of consciousness and maybe expand their minds a little bit. Um, what changes do you think will be the most profound that legalization will bring to our society? Well, I mean, first, like you said, I mean, we, we have to keep the fight going. We don't give up the fight because we're obviously one crappy president away. We're basically 19 months away from a crackdown on us, and um, that crackdown could be strong and heavy. And, you know, we think the genie's out of the bottle and it's all done and the, the war on pot is over. But the truth is there's still a lot of states in the nation where you can get 20 years to life for cultivation or for uh, distribution or even in some cases for possession, depending on previous uh, activities. So, yeah, I mean, I just think everyone should keep the fight going. And uh, we recently launched a petition on hightimes.com. Uh, and change.org to free the pot prisoners. So any nonviolent prisoner who's been in jail for years, um, this is, goes out to General Holder, Attorney General Holder, uh, Attorney General Designate Lynch, and uh, Kamala Harris, who's the California California Attorney General. And it's for the release of nonviolent marijuana prisoners. It's not really anything someone could be against, because once you read this petition, you know it has to happen. Um, so we're encouraging people to sign that and to use the hashtag um, free pot prisoners as well in their social media. And I think that's important. This, the war on, on drugs isn't over until the people who paid the, the biggest price um, and are still alive are freed. So that's important. And I just think, you know, I think people should get involved. Get, join Normal, join MPP, join SSDP. There's all these organizations out there. And, it, <coughs> excuse me, and at the very base level, just vote and let people know that you vote and let people know, let your politicians know that it's an important issue. Absolutely. And, you know, what I like to say is 
let somebody know who didn't know today that you smoke marijuana. Let mm-hmm. people know that you are a cannabis user and that you are not ashamed and um, put a good example on the cannabis culture for us uh, every day. Show somebody, tell somebody, share it with somebody. Um, well, I think we have to take another break right now uh, to have another commercial, and we'll be right back with Great Grows. The Grow Show with Kyle Cushman will return once we cultivate through this short commercial break. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network, CannabisRadio.com. Time to plant some more conversational seeds. You're listening to The Grow Show with Kyle Cushman, only on CannabisRadio.com. Hello, everybody. We're back on The Grow Show with Kyle Cushman. This is a segment I'd like to call Great Grows, and uh, Danny Danko is going to stay in tune for this because he is the cultivation editor for High Times Magazine. Uh, This is a segment where I like to highlight some actual cultivation tips that you can put into practice at home. And I thought today we would talk a little bit about how you get started and uh, germinating seeds and propagating clones. I have a couple of really good tips that I've been using for years here. And and everybody knows that your clones should be kept warm and you should put a heating mat under your cloning tray and set that to around 72 to 75 degrees. The tip that I've got for you guys is after you plant and water for the very first time, set that heating mat to max. Because this is just a radiant heating heating mat, it's going to take several days for it to actually change the temperature of the the media, the cubes or the the plugs that you're actually cloning in. And it's going to stay cold for, for quite some time. So if you just turn that heating mat up to max for 12 to 24 hours, you will actually get a change in temperature and you'll take days off your propagating time. The big trick is not to forget to turn the temperature back down again or you'll end up with a bunch of spinach. So that's my tip for increasing your uh, success rate with propagating clones. Yeah, you know, I like to tell people also it's important to understand that room temperature is actually too cold for rooting clones. So people think, oh, it's warm, it's room temperature. But actually, like you said, up, up to 76 or higher is, is good for rooting clones, and humidity is important, too. So if you have a uh, rooting tray, you know, keep your dome on there. You might need to cut a hole in just to let some air in and out, but you want it to be nice and humid. You want it to be nice and warm, and that's, that's how you'll induce roots to, to come out of your uh, cut ends of your cuttings. And, yeah, I mean, that's, 
that's really the key to having strong cuttings, which is the key to having a big yield and a nice harvest at the end is keeping those plants happy during that time. And like you said, uh, Heat warmth is very important, and humidity is very important for uh, right. clones. They're not getting moisture through anything but their cut end, and there's there's no roots to pull it up yet. So you really have to make sure they're happy in order for for them to root properly. And them not taking up water is a good reason for clipping the leaf tips on your clones because what that does is it keeps them from um, drying out, from transpiring all the moisture that they're holding in because they can't uptake any more water. Before you, you stick your, your cutting, you want to you wanna cut down the leaf blades to about half the size and that'll send a signal to the plant to seal itself up and, and retain uh, the most of its moisture. I want to thank everybody for listening to the very first Grow Show with Kyle Cushman. And I want to thank my very first guest, Danny Danko, for coming along. Uh, Danny, would you please tell everybody out there, um, give them a good way that they can get a hold of you, you know, where they can find you on the internet? Yeah, absolutely. Um, first, I'd just like to say um, to you, thanks for uh, everything. You know, I wouldn't be where I am without you. You've been a mentor and a great friend, and I truly appreciate it. And I'm excited that you're entering the, the, the world of uh, cannabis radio, which is great because you have a lot of great information for people. Um, oh, thanks, as far man. as me, <laughs> as far as me, you can check out hightimes.com slash freeweed to check out my podcast. It's uh, totally free of charge to listen to it. You can find it on iTunes and all the other Stitcher and, and all the other ways that people listen to podcasts. Otherwise, if you want to ask a grow question that you want to hear on on Deer, on Freeweed or read in Dear Danko, you can send an email to deardanko at hightimes.com. And, yeah, besides that, just check out hightimes.com. Check out that petition we talked about to free pot prisoners. Uh, come to one of our cannabis cups. I'm always there. We're doing panels all the time. Kyle has been a, a, an amazing guest at many of those. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Just you know, keep t- keep in touch with us at hightimes.com, and you can also email freeweed at hightimes.com too if you have a question specifically for the radio show. That's awesome, Danny. Thank you so much for joining us. I want to thank cannabisradio.com. I want to thank High Times Magazine. Thank you, Danny Danko, and this has been The Grow Show. I'm your host, Kyle Cushman. Thank you for listening, and stay lifted. The opinions expressed on this Cannabis Radio Network program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff or management of Cannabis Radio Network. Any rebroadcast or retransmission without proper consent of the Cannabis Radio Network is prohibited.